And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Well, it's a Friday afternoon once again, and that means one very important thing. We're here to talk money once again with Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, mate. How are we? Fridays come around so quickly, oh, don't they? Every other day's Friday. But it's my favourite day of the week for all sorts of reasons. And of course, today we've got an important topic. We're talking about income protection. Now, it protects not just you, but it also protects your family. And that's the important message, isn't it? Yeah, look, this one's a little bit different. Income protection, as people would know, it's the ability to secure your personal exertion income, so your salary, if you are unable to work because of a medical condition, accident, illness, or something that stops you from going to your job. Today's really about putting a little slant on that strategy and thinking about the importance of your children having income protection because the bank of mum and dad has done a fair bit of lending, a fair bit of securing, and a fair bit of borrowing for the younger generation in light of the property boom that we've seen over the last sort of two years. So this angle today is really to make mums and dads aware of the importance to them and their retirement with the viewpoint of saying that, let's say the average mortgage payment was $35,000 a year and you've secured your son or daughter's house with a $50,000 loan or guarantee, which means you're now on the hook for the serviceability of that debt. In the unlikely event that something happens to your son or daughter and they're unable to work, the bank of mum and dad, as we do as parents, sure, Billy, here's some money, I'll cover the mortgage. From a retiree's perspective, that's all well and good to say, but if you consider what's happened to superannuation funds over the last 12 months, taking $25,000 out of your super to pay a portion of your son's mortgage or your daughter's mortgage can have a really adverse impact on one, your retirement cash flow, two, the fact that you would need to then replenish that money somehow. And if you've retired, it's very difficult to add to super with no ongoing income. And three, you've sold down assets potentially that could limit your ability to benefit from a recovery in the share market because the level of invested capital you had has been reduced. So today's really just about raising this concept with the mums and dads out there. Yeah. Because that younger generation of Thundercats between sort of, you know, 20 and 30 who think they're bulletproof, nothing will happen to me, I'll always have a job, it's all cupcakes and rainbows, in a rising interest rate environment can potentially have their job in question if we move into a recession, if their particular sector comes under pressure, And a great example of that through COVID was the hospitality industry where people lost their job. Now, income protection doesn't cover redundancy and things like that. But if you're reliant on your body for your job and something happens and it prevents you from doing your chosen occupation, if you've lost that income, there's potentially a significant burden and an increased pressure with rising interest rates because they're about to go nuclear. So... Being aware of the importance of cash flow in the current environment is vital because the costs of a mortgage are only going to go up and they're going to go up exponentially between now and probably March next year. Yeah, so we're certainly confronting a challenging environment at this point and for the foreseeable future. And mm. when we talk about income protection insurance, we we immediately think about ourselves, don't we? So you've mm. raised a very interesting angle here. It's mm. not just for yourself. Mm, if, you're, if you're a parent... Yep. And uh, you've provided some sort of support to your kids. 
yep. it's important that they also have this same insurance so that they can afford to honour their commitments to you. And what I'm effectively saying here is have mum and dad pay the premium potentially yep. for their kids. Because okay. if mum and dad have retired, they don't need this insurance. Yeah. What I'm trying to raise here really with the older generation is, hey, you're on the hook for this kid's house. You're on the hook for these payments. You've retired and got a million bucks in your super. That's all you've got in the world. You start giving fifteen or 20000 a year of your $40,000 income from your portfolio. You've now got half the income you need to live on. So if I had a choice and said I could lose $25,000 in a year paying my son's mortgage, or I could pay a couple of thousand dollars for their income protection premium, where the son or daughter would receive 70% of their wages through to age 65 if they couldn't work. I'd much rather mitigate that risk by paying the premium for their kids because, as I said, the, that younger generation think they're bulletproof. Yeah. And until we have a personal experience with an accident, a loved one with cancer, someone has a heart attack, or somebody's in a freak accident because a tree falls on their head, um, it, it brings to light the vulnerability of you as a person. Yeah. And now you've got a multi-generational problem because the kid's lost his job, so now his life's going to get a lot more harder, a lot more difficult. Mum and dad are under pressure because their son or daughter's ill, sick, or can't work. Yeah. And the bank's not going to say, oh, that's okay. Don't worry about mortgage payments. That's fine. Whoo. Snowflakes, that's going to happen. Exactly. So this is really about getting mum and dad to realise, hey, if I'm going to lose something, I'd like to mitigate the risk and pay my son or daughter's income protection premium. The son or daughter can still have a tax deduction for the cost. Yeah, this is the interesting thing that I was going to ask you about because you're suggesting that mum and dad can pay the insurance premium, but the, yeah. because the premiums are being paid in the name yep. of the of the children, Correct. the adult children, yep. then they can still benefit from the tax deduction. Correct. So Everybody wins. Well, that's right because the, the son or daughter gets the tax deduction for the premium paid for income protection in their own name. Mum or dad could give the money to the son or daughter to pay the premium. So you could have an agreement, for example, that, well, the after-tax cost of this is X, and you could even give the difference back to mum and dad because you're getting some tax benefit from it. There are lots of ways to skin that cat, but it's really about having the forward view of, well, what could happen here because things are about to get tough and mental health is something that is uber prevalent in the community and income protection covers you for mental health issues where your medical practitioner says you're unable to go back and do your chosen occupation so knowing that we're in a very difficult environment knowing that that younger generation have very little resilience because they've had a ribbon through their entire education that's a topic for another day um, it's one of your pet peeves oh, i know <laughs> you keep coming back to that one i can't just can't <laughs> let it go um but again, it's, you've obviously had a, 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 a disappointing experience somewhere during your childhood and <laughs> you can't let it go. <laughs> I, I, I see these younger kids coming up and it's no fault of that generation. Yeah. It really is. And I'm not having a go at that generation. They've known no better. But I, I think we need to acknowledge as a community that it's very prevalent and it's very serious and it can have very dire consequences to the income within a household. Yeah. And that then translates to that older generation because as a parent, you do anything for your kids to your own financial detriment. Yes. And that's that price of love as being a parent. If my girls ever needed anything, you'd give them whatever you wanted to your yep. own suffering. Yes. And I'm just pointing out here with a slightly 
unique view of using a product that can be beneficial for both generations and save the younger person's cash flow, but also protect the capital that mum yeah. and dad have in super. So it's a really powerful out-of-the-box strategy, I think. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense when you stop and think about it. And I guess that's the problem is that people don't necessarily stop and think about it. No. But um, for example, if you're taking out a mortgage with a bank, it's not unusual for the bank to ask you to have life insurance to cover Correct. off the Correct. possibility that yep. if you um, unfortunately die before you've paid back the mortgage, then the money's yep. covered. So it's a similar sort of thing. If you've borrowed money from mum and dad, take out an insurance policy that will cover you if you're unable to work. The other thing is that the last thing you want to do in time of duress is to then jeopardise a relationship with your parents yeah. through something that may not even be your fault. You could be in something as simple as a car accident yeah. and you just can't work. So it's not that you've done something negligent or you've done something in, you know that's that's been manageable. Like mm. A freak accident is a freak accident. Um, I've got a very good friend of mine who was walking down a footpath in Sydney and a, a truss fell off a building, smashed him in the head. Mm. And three or four years later now, he's still working on a part-time basis yeah. through no fault of his own. Now, income protection has covered his wages over that time because he has a young family, has a mortgage, and that's what it's there for. This isn't something, and I say this bit regularly, this is something I never want to give someone. Yes. I never want someone coming into my office saying, I need to claim on this because this has happened. Because that means something horrible's happened. And unfortunately, like you drive your car, you insure your car. Yeah. Like you have a house, you insure what's inside it. And as I said to a guy in my office yesterday, if you had an ATM in your lounge room that spat out 150 grand a year, would you insure it? Mm -hmm. And he said, I sure would. Yes. And I turned to his wife and said, there's your ATM. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's bringing home that reality of exactly. the reliance we have on income and this issue with this multi-generational concern over who's lent the money, who's on the hook, and who's distributed the risk, and how can we try and mitigate that for both mum and dad, as well as that younger generation who maybe haven't put their big boy, big girl pants on yet and realise that stuff can go against you. Indeed. So, Luke, what should people consider when they're looking at their kids' income and what sort of protection they might need? I'd be looking at, can your kids save? I'd be working with my kids now to point out the potential implications of interest rates being at 5.5% by Christmas or March maybe six, really depends on what happens with inflation. I'd be having those conversations with the kids. I'd be pointing out the importance of income protection and making them aware of it if they don't already. I'd even then turn around and say, look, get in and get some advice and I'll pay for the time it takes to do that so that the kid isn't out of pocket because that's a big pushback that I find with the younger generation. Again, thinking they're, excuse me, thinking they're bulletproof, oh, it's okay, I don't need it. Mum and dad actually need to say, it's not about you, it's about us. Exactly. We're actually trying to protect our retirement and our way of life and the 30 or 40 years of work we've done because we don't want to unravel a $100,000 debt on our mortgage paying your interest payments for the next five years because you can't work through something that wasn't your fault. Yeah, exactly. And at the other, other end of the scale, it's still about the kids because if mum and dad are in some way disadvantaged, then they're less able to help their kids. And at the end of the day, every kid wants to be able to give back to their parents at some point in their life when you realise everything that mum and dad did for you over their generation and their time. So, you know, it's it's about understanding the reasons that you could lose your job or potentially the implications of mental health and, and, and a freak accident to say, well, can I service my mortgage? And and I'd be sitting down with, with the kids and saying, can you service this mortgage on one income? And the answer is generally no, because as a couple, your serviceability is worked out on both incomes. 
And in most situations, if you took the key income producer in a family unit out of that equation, there's significant duress in a rising cost and rising interest rate environment. So you might not need to cover both people. You might just cover the majority income earner for that peace of mind of knowing, well, he or she earns X and then he or she earns Y. And if the Y is greater and there's a greater reliance on that person, protect them going forwards. Um, And just remember that mental health needs to be talked about, but it is something that you can protect where you don't have existing conditions now that could be brought on by a change of environment. So, yeah. you know, again, it's, it's, it's about thinking with the, the end in mind um, and, and recognising that there could be significant pressure coming from an economic standpoint, which could affect households. If we went into a recession, it could affect employment and you may or may not be able to work through something that's no fault of your own. So, again, I think it's just really important that we raise it for the mums and dads because I have these conversations with younger people and they go, Oh, I didn't even know that existed because they may have just never been exposed to it. Again, no fault of anybody's, but it's, this is just about raising awareness and making sure we have what we need to protect both generations. And as, as we spoke about last week on the show, if you lend money, document it. If you're now lending money, protect the thing that will pay it back. And, and this today is really an extension of last week's show where we spoke about documenting loans, documenting money to the younger generation so that your capital is protected for a range of different reasons. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio and today we're talking about income protection to protect both you and your kids. Well we've covered a fair bit of ground already Luke Mm. but what are the key things to consider when it comes to uh, protecting the income not only of your kids but of yourself in the long run? That's exactly right and I guess today's not about the kids, today's about thinking about mums and dads out there that have secured home loans, that have lent money um, and as we said last week, you've documented it and you have the appropriate paperwork in place. This is about ensuring that there is a funding mechanism for mum and dad to ensure that either money is paid back, loans are maintained, and if anybody can't work because of accident or illness, there's a backup plan where you can secure 70% of your pre-disability income right through to age 65. And the nice thing about income protection where it's held in your own name is the premium is generally tax deductible. So you've really got a choice if you're the son or daughter of intelligent parents, you say, I pay tax and get nothing, or I can have an income protection paid for me and I reduce my taxable income by the amount of that premium. So there are benefits for everybody involved, but for the mums and dads out there that are listening, the big advantage is that accidents happen and they're nobody's fault. So don't let someone suffering through no fault of anyone's in your family affect your ability to service a mortgage, keep houses and maintain investment properties because it could be a very expensive repayment program if you do need to sell something because your cash flow has come under pressure. And as we said before the ad break, in a rising cost environment, it's important to remember that not only your mortgage payments are going up, but potentially the interest on an investment property. So now you could be in a yep. negative cash flow position. Yeah. And all at the same time that the cost of living is also going up and you've got to pay more for your groceries. Exactly. You know, throw in a couple of $10 lettuces mm. um, and there's a reason to stop eating veggies altogether. <laughs> right? so, As if you need one of those. Well, you know, with this physique. Oh, jeepers, I'm all you've, over lettuce. You've had to work hard for that. I oh, know. Tell you, you know how much food you've got to get down your gob to be this size? Yeah. <laughs> um, But you can secure your income through to age 65. Yes. You can select a waiting period for it to start. So if you do have money in an offset account and you'd be good for 90 days, then you can can extend the waiting period to keep the costs as efficient as possible. That's really important that you consider the cash flow needs of 
the child or the the couple, your children, stepson, stepdaughter. Um, document everything, as we said last week, document everything that's in place in relation to the loan and have an agreed payment program if you need one. Um, and make sure that you understand that mental health is something that is covered under income protection, where through the diagnosis of that condition, uh, you're unable to work and your doctor says it's inappropriate for you to go to work, that could potentially be a claim where you could draw on 70% of your income on a full-time or part-time basis where you can't go in for a full 40 hours, but it's there to protect your ability to pay the mortgage, yeah. which then by default secures mum and dad's loan to you and their potential retirement and their lifestyle as well. Yep. You've mentioned the importance of the mental health clause a couple of times, mm. but that raises the question, are there some policies that are better than others in terms of what they will cover? Do you need to read the fine print when you choose among income protection Yeah, look, policies? again, you're spot on. Um, not everything is the same. And depending on how you own that policy can have a direct impact on the quality of the definitions. Policies inside superannuation do not offer the same quality of definition as a policy that is owned in your own name or a retail contract. So it's the devil really is in the detail and you need to understand what you're working with to get the best outcome for both you and your mum and dad at the end of the day. Absolutely. So always read the fine print and mm. pay attention to your financial advisor. Speaking of which, um, Luke, uh, where do people get more information? Yep. So we've got 6260-4749 is the office number. We've got www.envisionfinancial.com.au. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. And we've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where people can subscribe and watch all of the shows on their iPhone. Nothing to read. There's a little something there for everybody. Indeed. You can see our smiling faces right there on <laughs> exactly. YouTube. Luke, thanks very much. See Have a great week. week. And we'll see you next Friday. All right, mate. That's Luke Smith from Envision Financial back in the studio again at the same time next Friday right here on C.